Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Crack the microphone on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Daryl has a story up at 923thefan.com right now. I advise you to go read it. Great stuff. Daryl, how are you? What an interesting story. Yeah, uh, you know, this is um, another step in the process for the Browns as they try and figure out ultimately what their future in Northeast Ohio uh, is going to look like. I want to be clear on one thing. Uh, There is zero consideration. Uh, The team is not going anywhere, okay? Uh, (laughs) The Cleveland Browns are not going anywhere. Uh, Where they play football, though, uh, here in the region, Eh, that uh, very well could change. But, um, yeah, uh, they've not purchased any land at this point. Uh, They're finalizing the details of a potential purchase agreement uh, for this land, uh, which is directly across uh, from Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. It is south of Interstate 480, west of Interstate 71, and east of State Route 237. So if you can just in your mind visualize that area, that's where the old Ford plant uh, is, and it's flat, uh, it's easily accessible, RTA, uh, obviously you've got the airport line that that runs uh, through there, so it is a very accessible location for everybody uh, here in Northeast Ohio, it just so happens to be that it's not within the city of Cleveland limits, it's in the uh, the city of Brook Park uh, city limits, but um, there's there's nothing final here. This is just uh, a piece of uh, their evaluation process. They clearly have found a site if they cannot move forward with a renovation to Cleveland Brown Stadium that they then could move forward with the building of a brand new state of the art facility for the team. Daryl, what do you think they want to do? I think they want a new stadium. Just that's my opinion. I can't stress that enough. That is my own personal opinion. Um, I think that they would be very happy with a renovation to Cleveland Brown Stadium. But if they could build a dome uh, on this property in Brook Park, I, I think that that would be a win-win for everybody. And again, I can't stress enough, that's my own you know, personal take uh, on this particular situation. Um, you, you don't go down this path if it is not serious business and something that you are legitimately considering at this point. Because my understanding is um, that, yes, they, they've had productive conversations uh, with Mayor Justin Bibb, the city of Cleveland, about the current stadium. Um, they're not as far down the train tracks as I think that they want to be with those discussions or need to be 
with those discussions because the lease expires at the end of the 2028 season. And as we have talked about extensively, time is running out here to, to do something. So, um, you know, th- this is something that is, you know, front of mind in the overall future of the franchise here uh, in Northeast Ohio. The commissioner, Roger Goodell, was in town December 17th uh, for that game against the Chicago Bears. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine uh, attended that game, met with the Haslams, met with Roger Goodell. Uh, the stadium situation was discussed, the pros and cons of uh, staying in the existing building or building something brand new. Uh, that is not on the lakefront. So um, big news today, no question about it, but uh, this is just a small sliver uh, in what is a very lengthy process in figuring out where the Cleveland Browns will be playing football in 2029 here in Northeast Ohio. Let's be honest, it's the first step, right? This is step one, that there's yes. actually some public information out there. Well, this is this is the first tangible uh, tangible step where – um, they actually may leave the lakefront now uh, because all of the conversation, even though I and others have been asking the question, hey, you know, are you uh, considering building a new stadium elsewhere? And the answer from the Browns has been uh, in unison, we are focused on the existing building and making it the best fan experience it can be, uh, as well as, uh, you know, a, a public asset that can be used year round. The fact that they are working now on this purchase agreement, it's not final. They haven't bought the land. That's very important to point out here. But the fact that they are down this path now really makes it known, hey, if we can't get the existing stadium renovated, we are more than prepared to build a new facility outside the city of Cleveland limits. Daryl, your gut would tell you if things were to progress and they buy the land and then they're going to build, would your gut tell you roof of some kind, either permanent or retractable? Yes. Yeah. They, 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 it would. It, my gut tells me this would have a roof on it because here's the thing, Jeff. If it doesn't have a roof, right, if they do what the Buffalo Bills did and build a, 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 an open-air building, what do you really gain from that? Okay? Other than it's, hey, it's a brand spanking new building. However, if you build a dome, and I pointed this out in my article, if you build a dome, and this goes to what's happening later this year at Cleveland Brown Stadium, September 13th, uh, Billy Joel, Rod Stewart are coming into town for a concert on a Friday night. Browns are probably going to, will, I guarantee you, not be in town for that particular game. We'll see if they open at home on September 8th uh, when that schedule comes out. Of course, there's a lot of uh, conjecture out there whether or not they might head to South America to, to play the Eagles uh, on that Friday night to kick the season off, but that would mean then they'd open the season uh, on the road for two straight weeks at minimum. But uh, it goes to the heart of the challenges the current stadium presents, right? They can't play a football game on Sunday uh, with that concert. However, if it was a dome stadium with an artificial surface, um, they could. Um, and then guess what? After that game is played, uh, the, the following night, they could have another concert or, or major event. That's what those buildings allow you to do. And then there's obviously the larger, broader conversation of, you know, what other major events can... The, the fine folks like David Gilbert and the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission and Destination Cleveland recruit to the region, right? Uh, obviously, Final Four comes top of mind because that has to be played in a dome. Uh, then Super Bowl, and I noted this in my article, and, and I know Browns fans detest every time I mention it, but 
It's a fact, and it's uh, unique to the Browns situation, and that is the Cleveland is the only city involved with the National Football League that has nothing to do with Super Bowl Sunday. Other than people that have been here. Well, other than no, I mean... Uh, I mean, people the, the, that were born in Cleveland. It's the only other connection we have to the Super Bowl. Well, no. I mean, the, yeah. the, the Lions have at least hosted. Right. Uh, the Texans have hosted, right. and the Jaguars have hosted. Correct. Uh, they've not played in the game, but they've at least hosted. The Browns have neither played in it nor hosted the game. So, right. and I'm, I'm not saying that this new Dome Stadium would guarantee that the, the Cleveland gets a Super Bowl, but at least that gives you the option of of bidding on such an event, which obviously the economic impact of that, or having the men's Final Four. Of course, we have the women's Final Four coming here uh, in a couple of months, but uh, the economic impact of bringing those type events, and then you could compete maybe for a college bowl game or uh, other you know collegiate events. Hey, the, the, the Browns have hosted at the stadium college football. Uh, in recent years as well. So the Haslam's, uh, since they did their last renovation in 2014-2015, have made it part of their mission to add calendar dates to the stadium. But the existing building makes that very difficult to do uh, on a massive scale. So um, again, this is the first tangible piece of evidence that the Cleveland Browns would in fact actually consider leaving the lakefront. Yeah, and I'm glad you started things the way you did because I just don't think they like. We had one caller who's like, "Oh, this is the worst thing since Art Modell. This is nothing like Art Modell moving the team." I'll, to I'll be honest with you, Andy. Nothing. I think this would be great if it happens. I have been against Agreed staying there. on the lakefront for that. years. Agreed. What this would this this. And I know you know from a tax perspective that it might hurt the city of Cleveland a little bit. But I think in the long run, it might benefit because they could generate additional tax by actually throwing the existing stadium into the lake and then building uh, tangible residential, office, commercial, uh, realist, whatever, right? Other things on that lakefront. Um, when you go down to that lakefront, there are basically three, four things you can do. You can walk down to the pier, you can go to the Rock Hall, you can go to the Science Center, or you go to the stadium. There is nothing else. That stadium is on an island all by itself, okay? As with the lakefront, you know, if you're coming into the Cleveland because you want to go to the Rock Hall, right? Because that's, you know, obviously what Cleveland's known for these days is the Rock Hall. I mean, every logo for every event we have has a guitar in it, right? So um, (laughs) there's nothing really tangible to do. When you walk down that bridge over the shoreway, to get down to the lakefront, there, there, I believe there's one or two restaurants down by the pier. That's it. There's no clubs. There's no. There's no street activity down there, right? And so, if you can get the the stadium out of there, uh, and and really build that out, put the stadium in a location that's really accessible by car. Because let's be honest about it, uh, this is what Browns fans do on Sunday. They get up first thing in the morning. They pack their cars full of hot dogs and beer. They drive down to the Muni lot or their parking lot of choice. They get out, put out their grills, tailgate, drink some beers, go to the game, leave the game, go back to their cars, and they leave. There's not a lot of uh, economic impact that maybe the Guardians and the Cavaliers have, right? Because they're in that gateway neighborhood and there's bars and other businesses around there. That doesn't exist for the Cleveland Browns as the situation stands now that's not to say that it can't change with all these lakefront development plans but it it just i i feel like for everybody involved 
Right now, the Cleveland Browns are doing uh, people a tremendous favor by beginning this process of creating an alternate option for themselves outside of just this one to 1.2 billion potential renovation uh, to a building that would remain an outdoor facility and, uh, you know, have those same limitations. Daryl, is there any chance, and my gut would tell me no, you tell me, you've got a better feel for it than I do, any chance that they're buying possibly 176 acres to to strong arm the city into giving them what they want on the lakefront? Or is this, hey, we've talked to them, but this is what we're really looking at? Yeah, well, um, and I don't want to speak in absolutes here, Jeff, because sure. there are no absolutes. Right, we don't know. Okay, you know, we, we just don't know at this point. Right. Obviously, and I put this in my article, let's be honest about it. It is a shot across the bow at the city of Cleveland, right? That, hey, you know what? Uh, if if the stadium renovation thing isn't going to work, and, and this is business 101 as well, right? They had a plan in place. They've got drawings and art and things that can be done. Remember in 2021, they put out that beautiful lakefront development plan themselves, mm-hmm. uh, the Haslam Sports Group, right? And the city of Cleveland basically, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. We'll just, you know, look at our own thing. And then the the mayor spent a couple million dollars to have yet another lakefront study done. And, you know, they're going through that process right now, right? Nothing's moving forward. And so uh, in, in regards to the lakefront, at a pace that coincides with the end of 2028 season timeline here. So um, I'm not going to say, and I understand the question, Jeff, and I'm not ducking it. I'm not going to say that this is the Browns way of twisting the city's arm to get their way and to get the, the, the renovation moving forward and things like that. I think this is just common business practice. Hey, we have an option on the table to, to renovate the stadium. Well, what if, that just doesn't happen. It can't happen. Remember, it's a city-owned building. Okay, City of Cleveland owns that building. And they're always having to come up with money to make repairs to that building. So, um, you know, this, I, I you know, obviously don't know the, the behind-the-scenes here as far as what the Browns are thinking uh, when it comes to uh, the actual setup of a, a potential new stadium or whatever, but it would make sense if you know, the Browns' ownership goes ahead and, and, and buy, buys that land, assuming that that moves forward, that they would build and operate the stadium. You know, you have public contributions could come in the form of infrastructure, tax abatements. I mean, there there are a lot of things that can be done that don't necessarily uh, include actually cutting a check, so to speak. Um, and I think all those discussions still need to be had, Right. Um, but th- this, again, this is tangible evidence that the Cleveland Browns are working on a plan B if they can't get a stadium renovation. Let me throw one other thought at you about this. Are the options in, in your mind, renovate the stadium or 176 acres in Brook Park? Could the city come back and say, you know what? We just built Opportunity Corridor. There's a lot of stuff out there that could use some development. Let's how about if we put something there and you build a new stadium somewhere in the city of Cleveland that's not on the existing site? Is that even a possibility? Steel Yard. Yeah, I mean maybe Steel Yard. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to and you got to think in terms of accessibility here too. Exactly. Um, yeah, and, that's... And, and and this is why I Daryl, the mean, other site by the airport's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, you're close. To we, we all we all know that. Turnpike this is the site that I have been talking about for years and years and years. By the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. This is not 
a stunning surprise to me, okay? I have been talking about this site forever because you have you have uh, two major interstate highways. You've got uh, the airport right there. Turnpike's you've close. Got, Turnpike's uh, real close. You've got yep. RTA right there. Like, I mean, that is just a perfect spot. If you were going to leave the city limits, if you were going to leave the lakefront, that is like the perfect spot to drop a uh, a dome stadium. So there's um, plenty of space there, Daryl. It's already yeah, sitting there I just, waiting I for don't development. Know that it's you know, and and um, you know, we've seen you know other sites speculated about. To your point about you know, could they find a place in the city of Cleveland? Uh, the site acquisition's already been done here, Jeff. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm right. saying? Like yeah. they they found this spot. Like they they the that that's a perfect spot to put it. Uh and so um, you know, we'll see how this thing moves forward. Again, nothing's final. They haven't actually bought the land. The purchase agreement has not been completed. So things can still fall apart. You know what I mean? I mean it's business, but this is our first tangible proof that the Browns are willing to consider another option that does not include renovating Cleveland Brown Stadium. And can I throw this in too? Our airport has been talked about for years as needing, you know, renovation. And, uh, and how we, about a how about a three billion dollar overhaul? That's, yeah, that's what coming. the city is currently right. working on. So you put that next to what could be sitting there that we all know from a sports standpoint. Daryl, here's one what, for what you, a, Jeff. What a, what a thing for the region. Well, here's one for you too, and I put this in my article. State Route 237, which connects the airport to the interstates. Okay. Uh, and then obviously it, you know, migrates its way into, uh, into Berea there. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um, that's all going to get rebuilt. as part. That's part of the $3 billion project that the city is working on. You've got terminal reconstruction. You've got the adjacent area around the airport reconstruction. Uh, and then you've got the actual uh, transportation infrastructure portion of the project as well and that includes state route 237 so if there is ever a perfect time to begin this process 
it's now because then you can have the conversation with everybody involved in about, okay, we're going to, you know, make changes to 237 and, and things like that. How do we tie that infrastructure in to this plot of land where uh, a stadium could be put? So, um, yeah, pretty significant development today, and uh, we'll be following it. All right, Daryl, last question because I only have about 10 seconds here. This is the first time, and if you go back and listen to, <clears throat> excuse me, it's always game day in Cleveland. Uh, if you go back and listen to the archive, this is the first time, though, that the Browns have ever kind of said, you know what, maybe we can not be on the lakefront because we've had this yeah. conversation before where I would be like, oh, Brook Park, that's a great idea. Or, you know, I talked about some places on the east side, and you came back and said, nope, the team is 100% committed to staying downtown. This is the first time we've seen it where it isn't that way. Yeah, and like I said, when when, when you get the lawyers involved starting to draft up paperwork for 176 acres, that indicates you're pretty serious about what you're doing. All right, Daryl Ryder, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Can't wait to talk to you on the next It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. And, of course, Read his article now for all the information about the Browns uh, buying 176 acres in Brook Park. Thank you, Daryl. You bet, guys. Thank you, Daryl. Now for 2020, here's Andrew Hody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 